0: a software developer has scrapped its hackable game engine for august 3rd 2022 this is let's play daily gaming news hey what's going on my name's nate bender and welcome to let's play a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes Coming up, Blizzard has floated the idea of $45 skins for Overwatch 2, and a new challenger is approaching in the wrestling game genre. In July of 2021, a new game engine developer called Our Machinery released the new game engine called The Machinery. I'm going to run that by you one more time because it's going to get a little confusing. The developer. R Machinery The Game Engine The Machinery At the time, co-founder and CEO of R Machinery, Trisha Gray, described The Machinery as, quote, a hackable game engine where you can easily extend, modify, or replace the parts you want to experiment with, without having to rewrite everything from scratch as you would if you were writing your own engine basically a game engine that uses plugins for developer tools instead of having a game engineer develop specialized developer tools. Which seems like a neat idea, though a year and some change out from its release, it seems that our machinery is shelving the machinery. In an email sent to developers yesterday, our machinery said, quote, Thanks so much for supporting the machinery. Unfortunately, we've reached a point where it is no longer possible for us to continue in the current direction. Per section 14 of the end-user license agreement, the development of the machinery will cease. We will no longer offer GitHub access, all licenses are terminated as of 14 days after this notice, and you are requested to delete the machinery source code and binaries. The email continues to add that developers will receive a full refund of their annual license as well. However, the interesting thing here is the Machinery's End User License Agreement. Prior to May 29th, Section 14 of the EULA detailed how our machinery could, quote, modify or replace any part of this EULA without prior notice. If you object to such changes, your sole recourse is to cease using the service. Which means that our machinery quietly changed Section 14 between May 29th and now. And I bet you're probably wondering, why? Sadly, as of this recording, our machinery hasn't responded to the press or publicly addressed the shelving of their awfully named game engine, The Machinery. So, unfortunately, this one will have to be a mystery for now. Over the weekend, Activision Blizzard seemed to start testing the waters for how far they can take Overwatch 2's monetization issuing surveys to Overwatch players asking about the pricing of skins, emotes, sprays, and play of the game highlight intros. Twitter user Porter Gage tweeted out screenshots of the survey, saying quote, “A friend of mine got an Overwatch survey for his account. Some of the prices they're gauging for Overwatch 2 are really expensive. I hope this is just him getting one of the higher price surveys and not an indication that they're leaning towards this much monetization. Porter Gage's friend was asked if $44.99 was an acceptable price for one, quote, mythic skin. Along with legendary skin bundles priced at $29.99, individual legendary skins going for $24.99, emotes and highlight intros at $19.99, weapon skins at 9 dollars and a bundle of three sprays for $4.99, all of which are egregiously overpriced. Though an Activision Blizzard spokesperson did reach out to Kotaku to do some damage control, I mean, clarify their greed, I mean, saying, quote, This survey is entirely intended to better understand player preferences for different types of Overwatch 2 cosmetics. Prices displayed in the survey were randomized per user and not indicative of final pricing. We plan to share details on our shop and battle pass system closer to our October 4th launch. Well, I sure f-ing hope that $45 for one skin isn't indicative of final pricing either. But unfortunately, Activision Blizzard's track record lately makes this pricing seem entirely plausible. And what I said on Monday about Diablo Immortal's success, incentivizing Blizzard's monetization choices, is coming true so much faster than I thought. Recently, an Amazon UK listing for AEW Fight Forever was spotted by the gaming publication Gamatsu, which revealed some more details about the upcoming AEW game. Currently, AEW Fight Forever is listed for the PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series X and S PC, and, actually, kind of surprisingly, the Nintendo Switch. It's also got the release date of December 31st, 2022, however, December 31st is typically used as a placeholder for when the final release date hasn't been announced yet. Though there was a report earlier this year claiming the release date is sometime in September. AEW Fight Forever's developer, Jukes, is also going back to their previous publisher, THQ Nordic, who Jukes published games under from the late 90s till the development studio went bust and reformed under 2K Games in 2013. AEW Fight Forever's description details a combination of nostalgic arcade wrestling with the, quote, innovative all-elite wrestling finishers and offensive moves. The description continues to list all of the match types, including staples like singles and tag team matches, but some really interesting ones like Casino Battle Royale, unsanctioned Lights Out matches, and exploding barbed wire death matches. Some other unconfirmed leaks and screenshots have implied that there are over 40 weapons and that the game will include Cody Rhodes to honor his legacy in founding AEW. Overall, I'm excited for AEW Fight Forever. Some of the animation looks a little bit clunky, but I'm still excited. As a diehard fan of the Uke's developed WWE 2K games, I'm really looking forward to what the wrestling game modding community does with AEW Fight Forever. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode of Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back tomorrow for even more video game news. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash limit break radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter.